The Free to Be Show is sponsored by Replenish Me Membership. Show up powerfully. This hybrid online community offers monthly webinars, meetups, and coaching sessions so that you have access to Replenish online. Whether you are seeking something as an individual to relieve your stress or as an organization, a way to resolve team issues and recharge your staff, Replenish Me membership offers it all. Empower yourself today. To find out more about Replenish Me membership, go to bit.ly Replenish Me membership. And now for the free to be show. Good evening and welcome to the free to be show. I am really excited to share someone with you who, I mean, our hearts, I think, aligned immediately when we met, which is kind of strange on social media, but like once, you know, I tell you who she is and how she shows up, you'll be like, yeah, I can totally <laughs> feel that. So tonight I want to introduce you to Dr. Vicki Johnson. She's a transformational speaker, chaplain, best-selling author of 12 books. This is her latest one. And Emmy award-winning media executive and the CEO of Soul Wealth LLC. Her most recent book, Soul Wealth, Finding Vision, Compassion, Authenticity, Abundance, and Legacy in the Mist of Chaos was released August 2019. It's almost like she's clairvoyant, right? Because like, <laughs> here we are in 2020 and oh boy, do we need her book, okay? And she leads this amazing online community, you know, like I said, and she, you know, when she can, <laughs> we have, um, she has her in-person engagement and mentors women, leaders, and and so many amazing things. She's um, started a YouTube channel, which you must subscribe to as well. And without any further ado, today we're going to talk to Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Cordelia. <laughs> you, just, you just bring my zen down even more, if that's possible. <laughs> I know, like you're already chill, but now you're like super chill. <laughs> you just bring me down even, I mean, you lift me up. I, I just, I feel the easing into even more, just allowing what is to be with mm. ease. And as one of my girlfriends says, with love and kindness, you know? Yeah. So thank you for having me Absolutely. on your platform. It was a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. As you say, like, um, what is it? Soul Wealth activates yeah. and replenish me. Um, I forgot what you said, <laughs> but um, anyway, they, they're perfectly aligned is yeah, the point. Yeah, so, for sure. so what's your story with, um, you know, this is the free to be show mm -hmm. and I just, you know, invite you to share as much as you want about what is it you had to free yourself from to be who oh, you are today? <laughs> <sighs> it's like, which story, you know, what's your story? Which story? I have many stories as we all do. And I think the power of who I am, who I am still becoming, is the integration of all of those stories. 
I'm middle child, typical middle child. I'm the can't we all get along child. So middle child of six. And I've always been now what I know to be the indigo of us all, the one, the, the cloud watcher, you know, making grass angels because I grew up in Florida, so there was no snow, but I was the child with a blanket in the front yard, laying in the grass, looking at the sky, or sitting on the back of my parents' car on the trunk, staring at the sky, very intuitive. And these are words that I did not have at the time. So I, I was a seer, very intuitive child, very empathic child, very prophetic child. Again, I did not have the language for those gifts. I just had them, was aware of them, and knew that made me different because I felt different. I felt like an outcast, like I did not fit in anywhere, which was lonely because I was a sensitive child. So not knowing I was an empath, but empathic. Yeah. Mm. It gave me impressions a lot more than I think my peers had. So whether it was visualization of what was about to happen and it happened, seeing what was coming and it came. And the quagmire of that, Cordelia, is not having anybody say what I was experiencing. I didn't have anybody to say it to. Um, now, looking back, I know that I had relatives who recognized that gift in me and consequently protected me without, I guess, not wanting to overwhelm me with identifying that. So my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, a couple of uncles, my mother's brothers, my mother, <laughs> uh, you know, some years ago, in the not too distant past, I found the original copy of um, Marianne Williamson's book, um, her, her first book on love. The, the name is escaping me right now, but my mom had the original hardback copy. Now I remember my mom having Wayne Dyer everywhere, Unity, the daily word, you know, produced by unity, like all of these things were around me. And so I was surrounded by the energy of who I am and not really knowing that. So I know that that was a, a little lengthy, but that was my childhood. And that followed me, that energy followed me, that knowing followed me. So consequently, I was very sensitive, very much a loner because I was an outcast. Yet, wanted to fit in and when fitting in didn't really work because you know I, I was bullied I'll say you know by the mean girls and the beautiful thing about the way I grew up is that there were always guardians around me <laughs> I just call them friends or and most of the time uh, it was a friend girlfriend or most the time it was males right so I've always had guardians around me to protect me 
but it, so there was a lot of what I call then rejection, but now know it was protection and preservation of my gifts and things like that. So in the sixth grade, I was blessed to be able to turn to sports and, and became a basketball player, which followed me all the way through college. I uh, came to college on a, a full basketball scholarship. So who I am is who I have become through life experiences, always sensitive to other girls and then young women and then women. So that put me around groups of women, communities of women. I was a Brownie. I was a Girl Scout. I played Little League softball. Then I played basketball, volleyball, softball in middle school, high school, basketball and volleyball in college, pledged to sorority in college. You know, my grandmother was part of at the age of 10 years old and our name was clover zodiacs why i picked that name i have no idea however it's in alignment with what i'm describing to you right the four leaf clover the zodiacs um we had a song and i'm still really good friends with those girls who are now women to this day those became lifetime friendships so that that's a quick snapshot of who I am, because I know we don't have hours to talk. I told you I could talk to you all day, but that, that's who I am. Uh, and the word that I think in the invisible realm that hangs over my head is serendipity, because nothing I am doing is what I consciously wanted to do. I wanted to be a flight attendant, right? I just wanted what? to travel, <laughs> see the world. <laughs> and, you know, I'm traveling, but not as a flight attendant. Mm -hmm. Travel a lot but not as a flight attendant. But my goal was to be a flight attendant. I wanted to be a police officer, believe it or not, at one time, intrigued with criminal justice. Um, that didn't work out either. I mean, I really, I applied to be a police officer several times. And every time I was scheduled, my, you know, got through the application review process, every time they scheduled me to take the police exam, I had a basketball game away. Wow. That didn't work out. Um, so I was, I, you know, I, I got to a point in my early 20s, late teens, where I was just like, ah, whatever. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll just go be a lifeguard right at the beach because I love the water and love the beach. And so I was a lifeguard for about four years. Then I was like, well, maybe I should be a teacher. Applied to be a teacher. Girl, they didn't even acknowledge my application. Okay, couldn't even get an interview. So I'm saying that to say I had arrows, right? Uh, I, was, I was having these hits, like do this, do this, do this. And they did not pan out the way I thought they should, but I'm doing those things anyway. So serendipity, again, you know, I'm an author. Was that a pursuit? Not at all. Um, there's a story behind that. I'm a speaker. Was that a pursuit? Not at all. Mentoring other women. Was that a pursuit? Mm -mm. I wanted to be a flight attendant because I was like, I'm just going to travel, see the world, have fun. And finally, I just gave up and surrendered, which is a good thing. Mm. And that's the place that I now live is in a place of surrender, in a place of allowing, in a place of passion, fun, love light some darkness 
but I learned early how to alchemize that darkness, how to alchemize and transmute that pain into power. And I, I concretize it with this. I say I had my hard times early. Divorce, infidelity, miscarriage, abortion, you know, bullying, foreclosure, car repossessed, you know, betrayal by people who I trusted. I, I went through everything you can just about think of. I went through that early and I'm glad that I went through that early so that I could be in a position to meet women like you, meet sisters like you and have the capacity and the experience and the tools to now serve the world and do my part to help heal the world and support other people. So that's my story. I was married for 14 years, uh, divorced now almost 20 years, in a beautiful relationship of almost eight years. I have a 26, soon to be 27 year old daughter. And I love my life. I love who I am. I love who I get to be in the world, what I get to do in the world. I have an almost 40 year career in entertainment, media, and uh, community advocacy. Won an Emmy Award. And there's a lot more, but that's the concretization of, of who I am. Love, you know, we're in the midst of a quarantine. I said earlier, today's the 19th anniversary of 9-11, you know, that we're recording this conversation. Um, so now I'm just really leaning into being and being okay with just being, just breathing. Um, I'm an introvert. I'm really shy, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, People because are, us shy what? people, we, we chat it up, right? We really talk. Yeah, we do. To get us we, in a room. <laughs> we chat it up with each other, right? Um, and that, you know, I love nature. Just started hiking a lot, chasing waterfalls since I can't really get to the beach right now. So started doing that. So that's who I am. That's Vicky. That's how Soul Wealth was born. I did a TED Talk in December of 2014. Um, and in preparation for that, Soul Wealth was born. Mm -hmm. And Soul Wealth continues to evolve and be in the form of not just the book, but the Soul Wealth Academy where I mentor women. You know, I have Soul Wealth products and yeah, all of that. You know, Vicki, as I'm listening to your story and listening to who you be, I'm hearing overwhelmingly that even when you didn't know, you knew to trust the process. Yep. I did, because fighting the process only created more frustration. Yes. <laughs> so just yes. go with it. You know, you just, just go with the flow. Yeah, and you, you welcomed those people as uh, guardians and protectors, um, you know, throughout, even though, you know, it's kind of like I say, we have always cheerleaders in our circle. We may not recognize them as such, but in our quiet moments, we can see them and welcome them. So... Um, I, I see that in your story also that you did that. And then you were gifted all these life lessons, you know? Um, 
and and you took them as that right you didn't say woe is me i had an abortion woe is me you know infidelity woe is me this and that and the other it was just like yeah so i i took these uh life lessons in stride and i mean you're so beautifully reflecting what it looks like when you lean into the difficult emotions and you look there's my phone replenish me when i say that what comes up for you and when's the last time that you've done that and where do you feel that in your body well this is my invitation to you to explore the four steps of my replenish me program where women learn how to release restructure refresh and rebirth showing up in the world being true to yourself only choosing words that honor your values and only allowing behaviors and people in your life who do the same connect with me by reaching out at bit.ly forward slash replenish with love and explore replenish me and now for tonight's show and i like that i'm just like you know normally i would be like and now we're back but i'm just like you know we're we record we don't record <laughs> and it's it's I like you know when it just flows like that but I I feel you know like I said at the beginning just very um I feel like we're mirrors of each other you know sure and so it's uh yeah I don't know that I would say I'm an indigo child definitely very intuitive I have a question okay so when you were little did you feel like your your real self was bigger than your body definitely okay yeah I, I i felt i felt i'm gonna use this word because this was my this is how i was experiencing that big energy mm-hmm. but i felt like i wasn't from this planet mm-hmm. yeah you know like i felt very genuinely that i had gotten dropped off <laughs> <laughs> me too it's like wait i don't belong here <laughs> and I'm so serious. This is why I used to watch the sky. Yeah. Like literally, I would mm-hmm. lay in the grass. Like, are y'all coming to get me today? Because <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here. And the older I get, the more that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. And the more connected I feel, I'm going to call it to otherworldliness. Mm-hmm. So I no longer try to figure it out. My time will tell. So have you ever like, uh, do you ever have memories of like what, where you came from? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Not so yet. how, and that may be by design mm-hmm. so that I won't try to give back. <laughs> she knows too much. She's too powerful. <laughs> nope. No. Yeah, seriously, like, I got to share something. So I'm sitting here reading, um, you know, I I downloaded this this pattern app, right? Mm -hmm. And it just, the way it picks me up is so, oh, it like, it's exactly what we're talking about. My today. 
And what I'm reading, that's what I was reading. And it, it says, you know, do what, what makes you feel alive. Let yourself be driven by your passions. If something doesn't excite you, then don't do it. That means it's not for you. Follow your hunger to see, feel, and experience it all. Your power can be overwhelming for some people. What's natural for you can seem like too much for others. Yes. At times, even if you don't say a word, your dominance and strength are felt and understood. There's just an aura about you. It's possible the energy you bring acts as a catalyst, potentially revoking, provoking, repressed fears or strong feelings in others. You may even have a hard time understanding and coping your own, coping with your own energy. Like I'm a, literally was looking at that when you just asked that question. See what I'm saying? And let me tell you what I'm feeling. Like I'm like all, you see me getting all like watery and whatever. Wow. That's like an answer for me for something I've been trying to understand this week. And um, wow. yeah, the, you know, this is like how we met, right? Mm -hmm. Because I swear it's like your messages are for me. I don't care about those other people that follow you. <laughs> <laughs> They're just for me, Vicky. <laughs> I get it. I, I, that, and I understand that. Like that needs no interpretation. When people say that to me, I get it. And it can be frustrating for people because although I am a wordsmith, I'm not a very wordy person. <laughs> and I, I have vocabulary. I, I, you know, really talk only when I have something to say. And that's frustrating to people because I'm, I've already interpreted the energy around what you said, not mm -hmm. you specifically, but just when I'm dealing like, especially with my mentees, you know, they'll write, they'll send me a text message or two, three page email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'll respond with like one sentence, mm -hmm. you'll be okay. Or I'm praying for you, don't worry about it. You know, remember to breathe or. <laughs> so when we're all together, when we've all been together, they tease me like, you know, and Vicky, you know, you like you, you pour your heart out to her. And then she comes back like with two words and, <laughs> and, and the whole room just erupts. And I'm like, okay. So <laughs> at first, uh, when I became mindful of it, because multiple people had said that, you know, I was trying to force more. I'm like, oh no, I can't. Like, I can't even make something up for you. <laughs> what I what I gave you is all I got. Yeah. Just know I'm holding space for you. So yeah, I did my energy. Sometimes it still does feel like it's way bigger than what I have the capacity. Four, which is why I love nature, you know, mm -hmm. the hiking, the chasing waterfalls, being on the beach when I can or in a pool, just is necessary for me to be grounded. Yeah. And stay grounded. Yeah, I totally agree. I um <clears throat> this year, well, before I get to that, um, me, I'm okay with your one and two words or no words, because that's me. I'm I'm like, yeah energy speaks louder for me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as far as your being in nature, what I found really powerful for me also in hiking is I was introduced this year um, to tree breathing. Mm 
Mm. Yeah. And it's just like, it takes hiking to a whole different level. Um, I do that with my baby girls and they, you know, it's like, we, even if the trail is a mile, it'll take us an hour to get down the trail because we have to stop and breathe with most of the trees and, you know, touch all the little insects and all that kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> we're like taking up space on the trail. So we have to go like on a Tuesday, you know? Yeah, where it's light. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I totally get that. So um, what are you doing as far as your soul wealth circles right now? Are you having Zoom sessions? Or I am. Okay. I do monthly Zoom sessions okay. where I check in with the tribe all together. And then they have access to me one-on-one if necessary. That's a part of the membership. And I feel safe with that. And they feel safe with that because they don't abuse that access, which I really appreciate. Um, my community is very organic. We, we feel each other. And so we attract what we reflect. So a lot of them are becoming comfortable with who they are in the world and what they're called to do and be. So that, that's how we've been getting along. I, you know, in my group, I check in, I check in the group daily. And if I have something to share, I do. But, you know, I do have a monthly Zoom session and where, you know, they can share how they're doing, how they're feeling. I can share any insight that I have, any feedback. And it's working for us. You know, this is tough for all of us. Uh, tough in that it's unfamiliar. Tough in that it has required us to be normal again. Because <laughs> what we were doing before was abnormal, but it just... Yes because it was how we were being mm. the truth is how life was pre-covid was abnormal that's right thank you for saying that high You're five welcome. okay because like boom. boom what that was just chaos it was chaotic and chaotic had become normal for a lot of people so what i am observing is the word that i'll use is people losing it <laughs> You know, and that, that shows up as busyness. It shows up as uh, acting out of character, if I can use that. It shows up as racial tension. It mm -hmm. shows up as police brutality. It shows up as, you know, people just having no restraint. That's what, that's really how I can sum it up. People are not exercising restraint. And when they have the opportunity to operate within boundaries, it's uncomfortable. And like I said, originally, you know, people are losing it. And that's why you and I and others like us are so valuable at a time like this to just say, hey, it's okay. Like, you know, today again, um, is the 19th anniversary of 9-11. And I woke up this morning and had the thought, let me post in a couple of places on my social media platforms, not all of them, but where I was guided to my recollection of that day and offer people 
the opportunity to share where they were, what they were doing and who they were with. And it's blowing up. It's blowing up. The post is blowing up because I frequently say what people are thinking and offered them a safe space. You know, I just said, share it if you like where you were, what you were doing and who you were with. And I've checked it a couple of times and people needed that. They just needed permission to share. And I think that's what's missing are enough safe spaces for people to release, emote, share, cry, laugh, just release what they're holding, you know, what they're trying to manage. And, you know, I just put in one of the posts, you know, I, I, I shared this and I haven't really done this ever in the 19 years since. Whoa. This is the first time, you know, 9-11 has come around the previous 18 times that I, I remembered for myself. But this time to offer that to um, my, my virtual community and for them to respond like the world is simmering yeah, emotionally, <laughs> energetically, and that just felt good to offer that and it be responded to like, okay, yeah, I heard that right. And energetically for me, this is again a proof to me how we balance each other because what I was feeling today was not that like last year I did the whole like thing right but this mm -hmm. year I was like it's freeing Friday mm -hmm. whatever you attribute to this date free yourself from that mm -hmm. and have love for humanity and that's it right because that's that's all I you know I'm just like wanting to reinforce just love but People need a safe space. People need mm -hmm. to communicate, you know, and they need to be heard. And, I, and that's what I love about, you know, your community, the, the whole soul wealth um, concept helps people, like, first of all, get into their soul mm -hmm. and then fill it up with what it actually will, will empower them, you know? And, um, and I think with, a, with the post that you created today, now they can finally whew, get rid of that yeah. scarcity yeah. and just like welcome the abundance, create yeah. a new legacy, you, yeah. know, be, you know, feel into that self-compassion. Mm -hmm. They can do that now. And in, um, you know, maybe you're guided for the first time in 19 years because now is the time for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we go from trauma to trauma, crisis to crisis. We don't stop. We, when I say we, I mean collect the collective. We, we don't Humans. stop. Yeah. You know, we keep going. Traumatized and functioning. Dysfunctional. <laughs> and then, yeah, we're, we're bleeding on one another. And um, it has created where we are. So while it is very different 
the current climate. I believe it is the call to reset and reposition and realign with normal. <laughs> That's right, with normal. With normal, you know, like people are like, I'll be glad when we get back to normal. I'm like, oh, we're never going back. What used to be will never be again. Like how right. we move forward is what matters. What we create moving forward is what matters. And I, I tweeted this yesterday, you know, and it depends on what platform I'm on that determines what what wisdom is coming up you know this divine wisdom uh or what i'll call this holy divine intelligence that inspires me to write and on twitter yesterday i tweeted you know i am so fascinated and intrigued by people's slash systems attempts to accelerate what requires patience like mm -hmm. let's get back let's get the kids back in the classroom and now you have thousands of children who tested positive teachers who tested positive covid couple who have died probably more you know let's get the money flowing again let's um get the nfl playing again let's get the nba playing again let's get back to what was let's have a total disregard for what nature what creation what the creator is doing and trying to do we're smarter than that like that to watch people try to navigate that is fascinating to me because i'm sitting back like i'll wait and so some things I just don't even respond to, you know, and here again, as we're having this conversation, you know, this is suicide awareness and prevention. Yeah. Month. People are struggling. Yeah. And we try to busy past that truth and you cannot. So what we are currently experiencing as a collective is so that some can just be slapped if you will <laughs> slapped into reality because what many people are doing is not sustainable so we're all being you know it's, it's, it's like when you have children you know I, like sometimes all of us would get in trouble because of something one person did I, I feel like that's what's happening in the world you know we all have to experience this because of some and you cannot bypass that it's like we have to walk this out and we can delay the end you know or the resolution so we can shift or we can just let it be what it is and finish and then move so you know what you make me think of like 
at a granular level, right? So once upon a time, women would just have babies with other women, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we now have given a name to that. Those are called midwives, right? Mm -hmm. And after you have that baby, there's a process of natural healing that occurs over a period of about 40 days, right? Mm -hmm. Minimum. And in those 40 days, while we're healing, you know, we're not meant to move. Those women in that circle, they, you know, when we need to sleep, which may not be the same time the baby needs to sleep, you know, you have a wet nurse when you wake up, someone gives you food before you give, they give you the baby, you know, that natural process of mm -hmm. just allowing community healing and all that is really the same kind of thing that we need mm -hmm. that's required in this, you know, COVID world, not it, not a rush back, right? Because basically we've all just had a baby. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> we've all just had a baby and we need to recalibrate. Harmonize. No. Wait, be patient. Trust the process. Yeah. yeah. All of the things that we're not doing. <laughs> and kind of laugh at yourself. Um, there was a time that this would have totally freaked me out. And that changes nothing. Right? So, yeah. That's why I love you. You're so calm. Yeah. I want to ask you also, I'm, I'm a little bit curious, like how did Soul Wealth drop in? Like where did you get that download? In December of 2000, maybe November, November of 2014, I was preparing for a TED Talk. And my TED Talk is on the power of sacred sisterhood. And I was writing, I was just writing. And I, I, I even see that moment. It was a moment. And I was writing and I said, you know, the power of sacred sisterhood is when women connect collaborate and create community the result is so well oh so well mm. oh well wow oh well hmm. and then the scripture and third john came to me where god says i would that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers so i had that download then i the scripture came and like when I talk, when I'm talking or speaking, like when I close my eyes is because it's like this ticker tape, like I'm seeing the words that I'm saying. And um, I saw the scripture. And I was like, wow. So God desires that we prosper and be in health, even as our emotions prosper. So if our emotions are sick, and our life is sick we can only have prosperity to the extent that our emotions are well oh so if my emotions are wealthy my life you know like i just started it was like a puzzle and that's where it came from 
end the community, the academy, the book, the candles, the room sprays, the t-shirts, the Soul Sun and Spa Luxury Retreat, like it just comes like this. This is a branch. Okay, here's another branch. Okay, these are some leaves on the branch. Okay, these are flowers coming. You know, like it just is happening like that. Because I wanted to be a flight attendant. Remember what I said in the beginning? <laughs> you flying. You flying. It's happening. <laughs> you know, I thought it was going to be, you know, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> welcome is, aboard flight. Yeah, it you know? is. Welcome, ladies. Yeah. To your journey of soul wealth. Yeah, exactly. Right. So <laughs> that's, that's where it came from. And I'm just going with it because to not go with it is to not have peace. And that's not an option. Yeah. That's not an option. <clears throat> no. Um, peace is possible regardless of what's happening outside of us. Even in the midst of chaos, peace is possible. You know, and that's big for me. Don't want to waste any heartbeats because mm -mm. i can't get those back no i mean it's like we're given one life and a breath at a time yeah, yeah. so i, I want to invite everyone to go to vickyjohnson.com and collect your soul wealth um everything um not just the book like she said she has t-shirts and sprays and candles and retreats which will happen in December of 2020. <laughs> I'm speaking that into the- Truly is not, Cordelia. <laughs> I've already postponed oh, it to, okay, you okay. know, 21. And that really, okay. and I'm grateful, was at the recommendation of the hotel. They reached out to me. Okay. So, you know, safety first. <clears throat> yeah. And, um, so it will be next year, you know, which is also why I'm checking in. Mm -hmm. with the ladies because we were all looking forward to that and i was looking forward to having you in the space but it will happen when it's time and that is appropriate because that isn't that what we were just talking about like yeah. not forcing it and not rushing yeah. back to normal absolutely so, yeah it's just a pause not rushing it. back to abnormal abnormal <laughs> no rushing back to abnormal so mm -hmm. you know vicky i've really enjoyed our conversation and if i could i would have you on like all my episodes maybe we'll do that one of these days yeah that'd but be great we can we just should, talk yeah. like you know i know time is flying yeah <sighs> and i said this when you came on my ig live you know i could just keep talking we're not done we'll just stop yeah. for now for now mm -hmm. but that's okay see because this is the juicy part because when your podcast goes live we're going to actually have part two as a precursor to this awesome. so yeah that's the way we'll do that um so any closing thoughts for tonight for those of the people listening follow peace mm. do what gives you peace anywhere you're stuck ask yourself what gives you peace and then do that that's my closing thought <laughs> I love you, Cordelia. I'm receiving that closing thought. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm receiving that closing thought. So that, that's awesome. like, it took me a minute to like talk. <laughs> no problem. So um, thank you for being here. And for those of you who are listening and watching, sharing is loving. And I know you've benefited from our conversation. So share this with another heart who you know needs this. And um, thank you for watching the Free to Be show. Good night.